The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We're talking free agent pickups and two-start starters for the week of June 13th, 2022, here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola. Glad to have you with us wherever you are, however you're listening. Uh, got quite a bit to get into, but how are you today, Todd, on this Friday afternoon? Doing well, doing well. Uh, this is a rare 15-game main slate for DFS. There's no Wrigley Field game. There's no 6.30 or 6.40 Eastern games, so... Big slate tonight for DFS. I may have to dig in. Yeah, it's one of those rare full slates at night. And uh, yeah, it's crazy that we're already into mid-June and we're yeah. going to keep, keep helping you try to win that fantasy baseball championship on the show. We just we just passed the one-third poll. <laughs> That's not what it actually is, right? That's uh, No, 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 no. I'm just I'm being a wise guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's no. one of your pet peeves. We've just passed the one third point of the season, though. If you figure we started on April 7th, it's now June 10th. And as you said in the opening, 2022. So good thing I didn't have next year's two start pitchers up. Uh, I'm <laughs> glad we got this year's. I'm glad uh, I specified. Yeah, no, in June, thir- June 13th is my mom's birthday. So it's a, oh, it's cool. a special. It's, how old would she have been? Oh, man. Uh, too old. Well, she passed far too young. But anyway, so I'll, I'll think about that on my own time. So did mine. Passed way yep. too young, man. It's, yep. a, it's a shame. But it is going to be Gabriel Moreno weekend. Uh, I don't know if he got the call yet today, but he's going to be joining the big club this weekend, if not today. So uh, Danny Jansen out, and he was the top pickup, Gabriel Moreno, in our stake league last night. 14 bucks for only a one-catcher league. I mean – Seems a little steep, but uh, there is a window here for Gabriel Moreno to play. Is there? I guess there is. I mean, I don't know that uh, Alejandro Kirk was already getting a lot of playing time. But, a lot of I DH, mean, though. Right, right. Yeah. That's the, so that's the point. I don't think they're going to – I don't know they'll give him that much more. And, he, and Kirk's just really not that great behind the plate. But I don't think Moreno is either, really, is he? I don't think he's, you know, a gazelle. Well, you don't really gazelle behind the plate. Uh but I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, I mean, you know, let's take a lesson from Adley Rushman. 
it takes a while for catchers to get it together. So I don't know if I would have in a one catcher league. Give me Christian Betancourt, right? Give me give me William Contreras of of Atlanta, who's playing some outfield and DH over Moreno. I like Moreno long term, but I don't know if I would have invested in a one catcher league. I hear you. I hear you. He's uh, had a really good average at AAA, but was only slugging around four hundred. So not a guarantee to be a Big needle mover right off the jump. Uh, Graham Ashcraft also picked up last night for seven. I like Ashcraft, but I'm kind of worried now about how the Reds starting pitchers will fare with Tyler Stevenson out again. So Stevenson's out like four to six weeks. Well, Broke his, his thumb, and it's, it sucks. His defense wasn't anything to write. I mean, it, be, it became passable, right? I don't think – unless I'm missing – unless you, you watch more games than I do, unless he's really improved – you know, it, it became... he's not bad back there, but I also think his game calling is is good and just okay, his okay. handling of the pitching staff. Okay, yeah, I don't get, I don't watch the. I, sorry, bud, but I don't watch oh, the games long long enough to be able to hone in on that, home in on that. I don't uh, watch the Reds as a <laughs> even as a non fan. Um, yeah, I just don't have a lot of. Uh, I mean, well, now that I have the uh, now that I'm doing the the observations type piece, I'll have to try to focus in on them and they play a lot of the they play a lot of the 636 40 games don't they I think. yeah they do yeah so that gives me like 45 minutes of you know without flipping too much to to focus on tyler molly or castillo or whoever so i will be getting more reds in on monday viewing when they do play the uh the earlier you know the fan friendly 630 check local listings start so I'll, I'll get to see a little more who uh so who now is catching for the reds yeah, they do not have a lot of depth so i think it's maybe a ramos garcia let me double check who they yeah they, I've, I've, got, I've, I've updated my pitching uh everybody's who's come in for the week i, I haven't hit done i did the pitching first this week so I could, you know, for the two starts. And, of course, the week I did pitching first, I didn't have to add anybody for the two-start grid. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. everybody, everybody was already in my database. So, um, yeah, so I, I – yeah, so you said Aramis Garcia? Aramis Garcia, then they brought up Chris Oakey. Today. Yeah, yeah, isn't – yeah, isn't yeah, – Chris Oakey, yeah. The, it was, isn't he a character at Wally World? <laughs> to the okey-dokey. Sounds right. <laughs> to the okey-dokey. Wasn't that what Eddie Murphy had to do when the kid punched him or whatever? Anyway, yeah, uh, my memory. I, I remember things like that, and I don't know what I had for dinner last night. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Ramos Garcia, I guess, will now be taking over. But it is a big blow, I think, for the Reds. And uh, maybe it could adversely affect their pitching staff. We'll see. I picked up yeah. Jack Sawinski for six. Uh, James has been kind of leading this bandwagon, and I'm I'm on board now. I jumped on board, and... Got uh, Swinski for six in this league, then for seven in Derek Van Riper's uh, Maki League. So it is eighth homer last night, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, it's beginning. Yeah, we it's time to start paying attention. I uh, easily and Pittsburgh has been searching for outfielders, right? I mean, didn't they just they just brought up Swaggerty too? But I don't think Swaggerty will get the playing time that Swinski is. Mm-hmm. You know, Jared Oliva was released earlier. I mean, he wasn't anything to write home about. But you know, cross him off the list of potential. Uh, there's some there's some tell that if they can get blown away, they'll trade Brian Reynolds. Which why? Because he still has two or three years of control. He plays center. He's good. But I guess if you're blown away, you make that deal. Cal Mitchell was just brought up, but it's, I mean, 
So when uh, when Ben Gamble comes back, will Sawinski continue to play? I think the, I think if he continues to hit, he'll continue to play. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity on that team and uh, a lefty bat with quite a few mediocre right-handed pitchers in that division. So should have the platoon edge more often than not. And yeah, I just I actually have decided that because I have a big cushion and uh, stolen bases, I decided I needed to get Jorge Mateo out of my lineup. So I'll be swapping in Swinski for Mateo. There you go. And I'm hoping he can provide a little bit more across the board than just in the one category like Mateo was doing. Uh, Luis Garcia was still out there for the Nats. Did you get him anywhere last weekend? I believe I believe I did. No, you know where I got him was in a cut line, and oh, I was nice. very happy about that. Yeah, I, I like Luis Garcia. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like his defense. He's got the yips a little bit throwing the ball. But he, towards the end of last year, his exit velocities were very impressive. So I, you know, I kind of have him on my radar. Now, his call-up is a pain in the butt for those of us that use some kind of spreadsheet method for bringing in prices for DFS because you really can't use – um, IDs because the DraftKings and FanDuel's have, you know, they, they don't, they don't keep it the same, but so I've been adding about 13 seconds to my day by having to make sure I've got the right Garcia brought into my database. It's fine. Yeah. Somebody's so spreadsheet driven. I imagine the Luis <laughs> Garcia kind of presents well, a problem for you. Four of them. Yeah. There's a relief Thanks. pitcher. There's a starter. There's the one from Philadelphia that hasn't been called up yet. The one that's really frustrating, like people need to know this. For some reason, DraftKings continues to price uh, Max Muncy of, of, of Oakland. So, you know, he whenever, hasn't even come close yeah, to the big league. Yeah. So, whenever I, you know, I, I saw it, it's like Max Muncy, 2000. Man, that's a wait a minute. Wrong, Muncy. Uh, you know, so I've got, I've got some coding in there now to take care of that. But anyway, looks like Muncy. The big league Max Muncy got the chip on his shoulder back yesterday. Little bit. Tony Larusa, oh. two strike intentional walk on Turner, and uh, Max Muncy wasn't too happy with that move, so he made him pay. Yeah, um, to watch. It's too bad I'm not writing my next observations till uh, Monday, or that would have been part of it. But that was bizarre, right? It was. It was. I mean, they pitched to Turner. Uh, was it a wild pitch or pass ball? Uh, opened up first base. And then LaRusso decided to walk him on a one to two count to pitch to Muncie. So, um, you know, it's all over Twitter, you know, the, the numbers and this and that, you know, if you, you know, at one and two, don't you at least try to make them fish if you want to walk them, but maybe you just don't trust your pitcher or your catcher to, you know, to block balls in the dirt or whatever. So uh, mm-hmm. it's just, that was just, um, it was Joe Madden esque out of Tony LaRusso. Maybe the two of them, to just you know retire and try to start a new league somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, go start and go live on an island together. And <laughs> get out uh, of our collective consciousness. Oh, Sorry uh. to say, but yeah, that was a weird situation. And yeah, but I have Max Muncy in a few leagues, and it was just a brutal start. But it seems like, well, that was at least a good sign. Maybe he's yeah he's back healthy again. He'll be all right. He's been. I mean, it's. I mean, it, it, it's been kind of a trying to right way to put it. I mean. An, an evaluation roller coaster, right? Mm-hmm. In that we weren't sure when he was going to be back, when he was going to debut. So he fell down lists. And then it kind of became apparent you know, when he was going to come back and he rose up the lists. And then he stunk. So we, you know, we're dropping him. It, it, it's just kind of weird how we're treating Max Muncy. 
and he's still not playing great, but he's still better in points in OBP leagues. And, you know, we keep saying, you know, you need the reserve spots, but, you know, a guy at first and second with his, with his uh, potential, I don't want to get rid of him just because. I hear you, man. I hear you. Uh, so, yeah, Luis Garcia was a $4 pickup, by the way. And then Jose Miranda I got, too, with uh, Jack Swinski. Miranda's getting hot, so I figured see what he can do for me over the next week or so. I did drop Jan- Danny Jansen there. This is a one-catcher league, but I just I couldn't wait that out, I decided. So so who you got a catcher now? Uh, Alejandro Kirk. That, that'll work. So I had Jansen picked up actually to fill one of my two UT spots, but because um, yeah, I felt work. like he cleared that bar, but he's well, been so good over the past year or so. I've Jansen. been using William Contreras at DH in one of my, I think it's one of my, maybe it's a DC. I don't remember. No, it can't be a DC because they wouldn't have drafted him in a DC. But in one of my, maybe my online auction, it just, it worked out that he was my best uh, UT for the, you know, keeping, I don't want to you know, drop him because if a catcher goes down, you get a nice replacement. So anyway. Yeah. Actually in one league where I just lost Jansen, I had, um, I rarely do it, but I had stashed a third catcher because Jansen was hurt earlier this year, obviously. Um, and there's IL in that league, so my bench isn't quite as you know taxed. But uh, Jonah Heim is my third catcher in a 15 teamer, so I'm pretty pumped to be able to plug in a guy like Heim for Jansen in the meantime. But uh, let's say hey, one of those rare cases where carrying three catchers actually worked out. Let's say hypothetically you've got Yasmani Grandal in a 15 teamer. Are you dropping him? He's been James and I were talking. He's maybe the Biggest net negative for oh. fantasy so far this year. I don't think I'm dropping him just because, I mean, I feel I'm stubborn just as a person. And I feel like I'd want to recoup some of that value. Like I just, I couldn't cut bait now and well, it takes such a massive loss. He, he had such a strong second half last year. So that's part of it. You know, that's part of the algebra too. Um, and the replacements, eh, you just mentioned a couple names, but in general, Unless you're willing to pay up, the replacements aren't very good. You're not going to get much better than what he's giving now. So I'm kind of with you in that I don't want to drop him. I, I mean, that what he did last year in the second half was just silly. I wrote about him in the in the Z files, I believe, uh, that just got posted earlier. And that's I was just kind of curious. That's kind of what I said was I'll reserve him if I can pick up a catcher that I trust in the interim, but I, I can't I can't I can't drop him. By the way, you've alluded to it a couple times, but you are going to be, or I think you may have already started that uh, observations column for the site. So even more uh, articles on your plate. Thanks for offering to take that on. But yeah, we're all excited to see your uh, your takeaways from a given. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be posted on Monday afternoon and Thursday afternoon, covering games that I've seen in the past couple of days. Some Twitter, some Twitter. You know, some you know, you know, you, we, you know, we follow cool people and. Once in a while, they post something interesting, and I'll you know can can t- trigger uh, a note or two. And then, what at the end of it, I call the box score blitz. And if I don't happen to see a game, I go through the box scores. And Eric Halterman, who my co-host on Saturdays is, uh, as you know, stepping up and, and doing more editing and some more back uh, backstage, you know, uh, back end work, getting mm-hmm. our articles, you know, pretty behind them the up, scenes, behind the scenes, prettying yeah. them up even more than they are now to get more eyeballs. So. I'm happy to be working with Eric a little bit more behind the scenes. And uh, yeah, it's fun. I, I, I enjoyed reading Jeff's pieces. Uh, Jeff was, you know, he may still continue to 
you know, he has the time to do the observations on his own. It's a separate series, but I thought it was kind of cool. And um, as yeah. you as you know, in a month, we will uh, both be losing a voice on uh, both be losing a spot on on Sirius XM. So it mm-hmm. just gives me an out, you know, things I would maybe talk about on Sirius. It gives me another outlet to get the stuff out there. Yeah, fantasy football keeps the lights on. I get it. So they oh, have, no, to, make not, that, I mean, they have to make that move. Yeah, I just I know what you're saying. Like we just won't yeah, have no, I'm not as much opportunity to talk right. in a month or so. Yeah, and you know I got I got stuff I want to say. I got stuff I you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I just no, no. It's just. But it's he, nice, I mean, your stuff is stuff. worthwhile. What you have to say it's is fun. worthwhile. It's fun. So anyway. Uh, by the way, Bryson Stott picked up for three. I kind of like that pickup. Yeah, I do. Gene too. Segura. Tough break for him. Is he a drop for you, Gene Segura? I um, I wasn't yeah. able to pull myself to do it last weekend. Well, I, you know, we say this a lot. Maybe we need to come up a term a term for this. I'm not. I'm not. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna say with Segura, I am. Uh, we don't know when he's coming back, and it may only be for a month, if that. Yeah. So true. yeah, what I was gonna up to three months. Yeah. No, and who knows? You know, when he when he does come back, uh, what what it will be. What I was going to say was, there's some guys that. I only will drop if I absolutely need the spot. Um, He's not why I want this. I I need, I mean, I can't, he's not, he's good, but he's not good enough to wait and maybe get four weeks out of him. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I, 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 yeah, I would drop Segura. I'd rather, I'd rather stash Grandal than, than stash Segura. I'm trying to think of somebody, you know, Mitch Hanniger is borderline for me. Although at this point, you know, he he is somebody that I would not drop unless I had to. He's you know, especially because every week, every week we get closer to his return. Knock on wood. So yeah, I would not drop Hanniger unless man, I need a I need a middle infielder and I have no one else to drop. All right, I'll drop Hanniger. Mike Miner, by the way, picked up for three. Not sure I really understand uh, that one. Maybe you could ask Halterman about uh, Mike um, Miner. Not to throw him under the bus, Eric. Well, I mean. Player, but... I just don't see it with Meyer because he's, I mean, he's just eating innings and they're going to leave him out there to wear it sometimes when he doesn't have it. So. I, yeah, there, there is that. There is that. I don't know if he has a two start based on your staggered schedule this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, to me, he's a streamer, a matchup guy. And I, you know, I'd like to see his matchups in your league for the next week to see, you know, to make more of a judgment. I'm, I've always been a Mike minor apologist, if you will. Um, I don't like him in Cincinnati. Yeah. So maybe that's the maybe that's the key. But I mean, I think he falls into the streaming realm. Yeah, he does line up for two in a normal week next week. So we'll be grading oh, him shortly. Okay. All right. Josh Winder for three. Joke Jake Odorizzi for two. Odubel Herrera for two. Nick Senzel for a buck. Colin Pochet maybe has wow. a window to, to close. He got picked up for a buck. Uh, James stashed Corbin Carroll for a buck, his number one prospect. Maybe he'll be the next guy to make the leap from double A. Senzel, uh, I mean, you're Cincinnati. I mean, yeah, isn't he worth? I mean, he's healthy to me. I, I kind of like, I kind of like that pickup for a dollar. Maybe I, I'm kind of out until he shows me like until he can play in a hundred games and but be for a, a little buck, bit above average. I guess yeah, you know, for, for a buck, I, I don't know the reserve situation, but for a dollar, I think, you know, based upon some of these other names that I've heard, I think sure, that's a nice sure. little sneak. Yeah. Uh, Ramon Arias, Jared Kelnick, and then Alex Kirloff to, to cap up 
uh, cap off the pickups from Stake League last kind night. Kind of a busy week. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about Sawinski and Miranda. Hopefully, they can give me a little shot in the arm. And uh, anything else on your mind before we get into two start starters, Todd? Um, the only the only news I just going through it really quickly kind of caught my eye with Gavin Sheets was was sent down. Hmm. Um, just not he's not. I mean, he's not doing the job. Um, so I'm trying to figure, you know, quickly trying to just see who who's playing time that helps. Does that solidify Jake Berger? Does that solidify uh, a- Andrew Vaughn? Or you know, is is it just kind of the you know, same old, same old? Um, AJ Pollock, maybe who's been losing playing time, maybe he's the beneficiary. Hmm. I could see it. Maybe he gets back. And to be in something, I mean, yeah, I did not expect AJ Pollock to find the cliff and fall off it. No, I did, I did not either. Um, but you know, so how much has she's been playing? He's been playing fairly eh, a little bit less lately, but um, yeah, so yeah, I think all right, so he's been playing and he's also been getting pinch hit for. So yeah, I think, I think what one needs to do if they're interested is go back and check the White Sox lineup for the past couple uh, day, the past week. And, and we have that on the site to get a feel for who may be playing more. I'm hoping Eloy gets back pretty soon. I heard he is having some uh, normal leg tightness during his rehab, but I'm really hoping uh, for TGFBI. I've got inside the top 50 overall. I'm hoping to get Eloy back there. But yeah, I'm kind of borderline there. Myself. I've, been, I've been hovering right around 50 myself, so yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, hoping Eloy can come back and do some damage. Uh, We'll get to the two-star pitchers for next week here momentarily, but let's first take a quick break to hear a word from our Blue Wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. 
That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. All right, we are back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with Todd Zola. We are going to get into next week's two-star pitchers. These are tentative, of course, and check back closer to Sunday before your fab to uh, get a better idea of uh, projections for next week. Merrill Kelly versus Cincinnati versus Minnesota. He's been pretty darn good. Not a five for me, but he actually gets to oppose Mike Miner, who we were just talking about in his first start. And uh, yeah, I think maybe Merrill Kelly's a four. Let me give him a four. He's throwing strikes, right? You know, he's kind of got that bulldog attitude. He's throwing strikes. I got him listed in the three range, but I, I wouldn't be surprised because he's a little inconsistent. But they're both at home. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I gotta look at that. That's a four. Yeah, the Reds without Stevenson. That's looking like a pretty nice matchup for him at home, of course. So, yeah, I'll give Kelly a four. And then uh, Ian Anderson for the Atlanta Braves. He's, you know, he had a few ugly outings, and yeah, really just he's so inconsistent. It's pretty frustrating. He's got a one four four WHIP over his last. 40 and a third innings. And uh, for some reason I had it in my head that he was getting on track, but it's really been wildly inconsistent, uh, Ian Anderson. So his matchups are at Washington, at the Cubs. A three, it feels high off the tongue, but I think if I drafted Ian Anderson, I'm starting him here. Yeah, I mean, I got him in the five range, which feels oh, low. So maybe if we if we average the it out. five to- range. I'm sorry, the one range. Oh, okay. I'm thinking say, backwards. If that feels he's, low. Then, he's yeah. in the bottom, bottom fifth percent. You know, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. So I'm going to go four. I, I'm going to go four. Um, you mean two or? I'm going to go two. I'm thinking bass backwards today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, the rank, I go one to 100. Yeah. You know, so understandably. 81 uh, to 100 is a one. Be so, yeah. so, yeah, everything's, everything's, everything's backwards. So I'm going to go two. Um, and just figure out why, you know, why he's in the one range. Maybe I've, I'm shorting him some innings or something. Well, he hasn't been very good, so I get where you're coming from. Well, there from. is that, and, and part of my algorithm is what you've done lately. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Kyle Bradish is at Toronto, then versus Tampa Bay. It looks like Jordan Lyles, I guess, too, for, uh, getting a couple starts as well. Can't start either of these guys. I'm going zero for both. Yep, yep. I don't have to worry about, um, you know, where they where they rank. Yeah, we're going zeros. And for Boston, before we get into their two-start starter for next week, did you see that news today about Chris Sale maybe coming back in a relief role? That was kind that of had been floated out previously. Yeah, but it was—I don't want to use the word unreliable source, um, you know—but it wasn't it's unconfirmed. A, unconfirmed source. So, yeah. Now, it, this is at a point I wrote about this in the in the in the Todd's takes. The, you know, the Red Sox finally have a little bit of stability now with Tanner Houck at the back end, John Schreiber, and, and Matt Strom. So it'd be interesting. What you do you, now? Do you sail in a in a multi inning capacity, or you know that's that's what I'd be curious about. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because right, right now their starters are actually giving them length. Yeah, it's not like they. So are super desperate in that rotation right now. But I guess, I mean, I guess the thought process is if he's going to throw one and two inning stints in the minors in rehab, why not use those bullets at the major league level? You know? Yeah. It could help you now while he's stretching back out on the job. Maybe. Yeah. We'll we'll see. One other question on this team before we get into it. Um, 
I saw Matt Strom got a couple saves now, and I actually just acquired Tanner Houck in another league. I don't know if he's in the mix to close necessarily, but I just like him as an arm. Do you have a guess on who's going to eventually get into that closer role? John Schreiber, maybe? I think it's going to remain a matchup committee, and I think that uh, Tanner Houck will pick up the – I think, you know, the LS Corps will play the true matchups. I think Houck's going to get five or six of pitching the eighth and the ninth. You know, um, strong kind of like the old school hater roles, or like a Gary Whitlock last year, a little bit, little bit. Uh, I don't know if you know, this is just my guess. Um, Strom pitched, you know, got pitched two days in a row. Now, how could gone two innings to preview, you know, the, the, the game that Strom got the first save, so it would be unavailable. There hasn't been a time yet where they both are on, you know, they're both rested, and there's a save op to know. You know, is it Strom or is it Hauk? Um, so I, I think yeah, I, I think Hauk is still best in that bring him in where it's most important. You know, if he gets the final two outs of an inning, he can start the you know he can go the next inning too. So, but that that ha- that's going to happen a few times in the ninth. That's mm-hmm. why I say that he's going to get five or six saves. But I think I had a you know a, maybe the best way to put it is um, updated the saves projections for the Red Sox I think maybe even last night. And I think it gave Strom 12 and Hulk 6. So okay. that's kind of where I, you know, and that's just one man's opinion. Yeah, I hear you. You know, so. I, uh, it doesn't sound like Schreiber is really in that mix for you, but I picked well, him up because know. the numbers are so good. And uh, I saw him on Pitching Ninja the other day with some of his oh, two steamers. Well, you, uh, you never know. I mean, yeah, you, been, you I mean, know. the service numbers are great, but you never know if he's going to yeah. get into that uh, closer I mean, if, role. If it's a matchup scenario, there'll be a time where he's needed. No. Uh, you know, so I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, Red Sox have played an, uh, an inordinate number of close games lately. Um, they're doing much better in them than them than they did early in the season there. But um, yeah, so you know, well, it's I if I'm if I'm def if all I want is saves, it's Strom. But there's other guys that are going to get more. But I love Hulk's arm. I acquired Hauk in the stake league for uh, Jorge Mateo. So I actually had a big cushion first in, in uh, steals by a good margin. So nice. it's time to get rid of Mateo. And I was pretty happy to get an arm like Hauk, uh, arm of that quality for Jorge Mateo. Uh, but back to the Red Sox starters, uh, finally getting around to Nathan Eovaldi. I've got him as a four. Matchups are pretty nice versus Oakland versus St. Louis. I assume you're close to that if not right on four i mean right now he's my number two ranked guy oh, but right. i mean it's just it's preliminary i gotta do some 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 sure. you know finagling but now he's a five for me okay nice okay, yeah, he's I a got five. You down as a five i will include these with the show notes by the way actually when i traded jorge mateo the initial offer was kyle Hendricks for jorge mateo and i just how, said, how fast did you hit the reject button <laughs> well he said he'd also you know he'd do how if I'd prefer that route, I was like, yeah, I'd yeah, much prefer yeah. That you know, you, you like I don't drink, so it's not like we have to sober up before we hit the button <laughs> to make sure we don't hit the wrong button. Yeah, but exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got I got Hendricks as a zero versus San Diego versus Atlanta. Just can't trust this guy anymore, so I'm going to go zero. Um, yeah, you know what? I finally have him ranked in the zero. I mean, ranked in the zero range. So I'm gonna, even though they're both at home, I'm gonna agree. Any reason to roll the dice on Justin Steele? That seems like an unnecessary gamble to me, anyway. Um, I know this. You kind of like the skills. The skills haven't been that bad. But better, 
better wait. matchups, perhaps. I think he's in the matchup range, mm-hmm. and these just both happen to be tough matchups. I'm gonna give Mike Miner zero. Can't do it. Can't I'm gonna. All right, I'm, this one I need to search just because I'm curious because it may be a residual. No, you know what? I got him at one thirteen. So uh, we're gonna match you to zero. At Arizona versus Milwaukee for Miner, and again they they brought him into eight innings, and when things aren't going well, they're not gonna you know. Say okay, let's tax the bullpen. They brought yeah, him in I mean, so that they can save the bullpen every five. There's going to be a week where he's got the Cubs and he's got the Pirates, you know. But yeah, maybe. you're gonna you're gonna have to fab him. I don't think you want to wait for that week. Here's an interesting call that fantasy manager managers are going to have to make this week. Shane Bieber at Colorado at the Dodgers. Man, that's uh, first starting at Coors, then facing one of the juggernaut offenses in baseball in the Dodgers. So. Hmm. I mean, he's just so hard to grade here because I think usually you'd want to start him, but I'm going to go three. Like it, he's in the he's in my three range now. Yeah. Bieber and I, again, I wrote about this in the observations piece. I wanted to watch him because he's an enigma for me. Hmm. You know, number scouting, he's throwing with less velocity, but the swinging strike, you know, things are there. So I want to, you know, I like I could tell in watching three or four innings. But I wanted to get an eyeballs, and you know, is he making adjustments? What's what's he doing? Of course, it's raining his entire game, so I don't you really you really want to you know pass judgment on a game in the rain, you know. Even though he pitched pretty well, uh, got got ripped off of a win because they they called it up to four and two thirds, and then um, uh, who's the big uh, Eli Morgan came in, shut the door and got the win. But I'm gonna I'm with you in that it's a three, but. Wow, I mean, I'm not watching those games. If yeah, I you're holding your breath. <laughs> well, I am watching them because I'm a, I'm an observer and I want to watch Bieber pitch, uh, just to get a feel. But um, I don't have him anywhere. But you know, it's part of my job is to rank him. Um, I'm not. It's it's not a confident three though. Yeah, watch with one eye open, I guess. <laughs> but before we get on to uh, more of these two start starters, I just want to pause briefly because we have quite a bit of uh conversation in the chat we appreciate you guys oh. coming through to hang out and i just thought we'd oh. power through a couple of these real quick dusty said uh asks trade martin perez for bobby witt jr and wilson Contreras. he's been having to stream catchers yeah i mean i would jump all over that you're selling high on martin perez that's a great return well, well, uh, thanks for the kind words about the show dusty um and then look for a better league yeah, maybe step up to that. You know, get called up to the next level of competition. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, like I'm being that. I'm being a wise guy, but well, yeah, that's that's clearly that's yes. a nice trade for you. Yeah, Dusty, if you can for still one, swing you know, I, I mean, that should be like Bobby Witt for Perez and Contreras, shouldn't it? Yeah, like it should. This is a pretty lofty. Or, con, or Contreras for Bobby Witt and Perez. Yeah. Congrats on having the one Martin Perez believer in the world in your uh, league. I'd be, I'm more of a believer because I think that the stri- he's benefiting by the ball. So I think his strikeout rate, when things settle, won't be as bad as it's been. But walks and walks and walks and uh, strikeouts are still going to do some give back. But anyway. Disco Dave wanted to know how important is CSW? And we just had a good article from Corbin Young looking at CSW by pitch. Our buddy Alex Fast created the stat. Alex Fast from MLB.com and Pitcher List. So I don't, you know, I don't know how important it is necessarily, but it's a nice little tool to add to the toolbox. CSW called strikes it, plus whiffs. I mean, it, it has to look in in the aggregate. 
it improves swinging strike a bit. I mean, I, what I'm finding, and I don't know if Alex agrees or disagrees, and this is true in any stat, um, on a player-by-player player basis, it may not be as telling, but on an, in the aggregate, it improves the correlation between swinging, you know, between, you know, and a, a metric and strikeout percent, you know. So um, I, it does depend on the pitcher and why the called strikes are there. Um, I do look at it, you know, for a guy like Bieber, I'm curious if there's a different in his number of called strikes because he could be in the middle of a transition. And one of the, one of the ways, you know, he's not getting strikes would he's not getting swings and misses with his stuff anymore. Maybe he's increasing the number of strikes by, you know, fooling people. So um, it, it has a place. If you like swinging strike as a, as a metric, it makes it a little bit better. Yeah. It's a stat that's become popularized in recent years and it's on fan graphs now. And I think it's on uh baseball savant too. So shout yeah. out to Alex fast. And you hear talked about on some broadcasts. So yeah. yeah. Shout Emmy, out to Alex Emmy. Fast on creating a useful yeah. stat that we can Emmy, Emmy award winning Alex Fast. Yeah, that guy's a stud, man. <laughs> Love Alex Fast. Uh, then David asked, any interest in Junis tonight? I actually have him in one league where we have daily moves, and I'm sitting him for this matchup against the Dodgers. So I Oh, Dodgers? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, um, I, could, I, mean, I think that's against the Dodgers. Let me double check. Um, I mean, I like Junis and kind of a sneaky little guy to stash, but right, the Dodgers, if you can pick yeah. and choose, yeah, it is against the Dodgers. I team. mean, maybe as a salary saver in DFS if you're a GPP player, but that's just off the cuff without really looking. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a GPP player, so maybe maybe he doesn't even fit that mold. But no, um, the Dodgers, even though they're not cracking on all cylinders, they're still too scary. I, we're at the point. I, I know you agree because you were at that point a month ago. We do have to be a little more judicious with our streamers at this point. Yeah, I didn't know the environment early on, so I was playing a little safe. But maybe I played a little too safe early on. But it just—you don't know when, when the games start. Uh, Alex Wood, this guy says, is on his waiver wire, and he's going to be a guy we grade here shortly. If he's all out there, I wouldn't use like a super high priority if, if that's how your waivers work. But uh, versus Casey at Pitt. That's a pretty nice two-step <laughs> for Woods. So if he's you know, available, yeah, he's he's an all. He's I mean, is that a four? If we're grading this week, yeah, I mean, we'll yeah, probably we'll get, get to we'll it. Get to it but, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I pick him up because to me, you're starting him at home every week, every time. So you're you're starting him at least half the starts, and you're avoiding Coors Field, and I don't I don't know you're avoiding much else. I think I mentioned Colin Poche was picked up with the, the stake league group and uh, Kittredge, Andrew Kittredge now on the IL. Any interest in that situation or are you just the headache that you're hands off with? Um, I had, po- I picked up Poche. I mean, I got Kittredge everywhere. Yeah. I have him in NL only leagues So you know, I mean, <laughs> and I'm actually kind of the fact he's out is a bummer, but it's, it's, they're doing some surgery to lose, reduce to, um, uh, remove some bone spurs, some loose bodies. So that's kind of comforting in that we know what it is. We got a feel for when he'll be back as opposed to, uh-oh, does this mean Tommy John or, or anything like that? So from that point of view, and, and I have a lot of draft champions, so it's not a matter of am I holding him, I have to hold him. Um, but um, I had Poche previously and, and dropped him in a couple places, but not everywhere. So I guess I'm interested 
but it is as my third float in closer when I need a when my sixth starter isn't isn't a good spot, right? It's not my well, second but, closer. Yeah. yeah, I hear you there. It's kind of like just, I mean, there's probably going to be somebody else, you know, like Brooks Raley was earlier this year. Just somebody else who, in a week or two, when Adam got his there. first, Adam got the first save, yeah, right? Jason, Jason Adam, who's yeah. yeah on my S list now. I, I don't, I don't believe it'll be Nick Anderson. No, I don't think so either. Uh, but back to the two star pitchers. Let's get back to these. Really appreciate all the comments in the chat. Yeah, appreciate you guys having some back and forth with us and uh, hanging out. Antonio Sensatel is going to be a zero two home start, so that's a pretty easy one. Yeah. What about Johnny Cueto at Detroit at Houston? Scary in the matchups. Well, the Detroit one is is a a nice one, but the at Houston is scary. Ugh. I think I'm going to give Johnny C like a. Ooh, uh, two. I'm going to go with a one just because he's cagey enough to minimize damage against Houston. You said a one? But, yeah, I'm going with a one. I'm not, I, I just, I don't know how deep he, you know, he's got the job now because, um, who, who was, uh, who sent down or, or well, hurt again? DFA'd Keichel. Was that was it. They DFA'd yeah. Keichel. Yeah. And he signed with somebody. I saw. Um, who was it? Yeah, who was that? He brought. It wasn't a sign of desperation. It wasn't San Francisco. It was kind of hoping. Arizona. 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 Any? Any? He, uh, was it Brent Strom? He's reunited with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. But that anyway. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna uh, go two on Cueto, but I got you as a one. Yeah. Alex Faeda has been pitching really well. I still yeah. want to see a little bit more, but versus White Sox. And he's a righty, Fido. So White Sox don't scare me as much. And then versus Texas, I, I expect to have Fido on a couple lists this weekend. I think I'm going to give him a two. Yep, two. I agree, two. Yeah. And then Eduardo Rodriguez, Erod. Um, is this going to be his first start back? I believe he hasn't pitched since. Unless, oh, it's, no. over, unless it's over the weekend. No, he uh, pitched Thursday for Toledo. So okay, that will be his first start back. He's oh, oh. scoreless. If he's uh, got two, yeah, he's got two, so he can't yeah. he can't have pitched over the weekend, right? Well, yeah, that's that's true, but I I just wasn't sure if he'd return to make a start, right? But no, he pitched uh, yesterday at AAA and went four innings. I don't know if he's going to be able to go five, but you'd think you know if he's efficient, he probably could. Um, mentioned the White Sox hit lefties pretty well, so I think I'm going to give him a two. But I actually think it like if I had him. Measured up, I'd have him behind Fiedo. I think actually. Yeah, he's. I'm, you know, I got this weird look on my face just because um, I don't like to sit guys when they first come back. Um, and these, you know, these are these are kind of nice matchups. The White Sox versus lefties, notwithstanding. Um, I have him as a three, but I'm going to go two because I think I need to temper the innings for the first start. Pretty exciting two-step for Christian Javier at Texas versus Washington. Uh, pitched pretty well. I think – did he have a little bit of a give-back outing recently? What was yeah, it? he uh, did. He did have a five-earned run outing. Yeah, he, I mean, he looked good through three or something like that, and then it was, yeah. a, it was, it was a matchup against another good pitcher, if I believe. may have been Gilbert. Uh, I don't remember. Um, but, um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to give him at Texas versus the White Sox. I think a three, but maybe pushing a four. I'm going to go four. Yeah. Okay. I do like what I've seen, but uh, not quite there yet myself. All right. Brady Singer at San Francisco at Oakland. 
Man, this KC team is a joke. I I know I've been beating this drum, but I just I want to see nine breakfast up Vinny Pasquantino. But really, it's the the pitching is their main problem more so than the offense. It's the pitching, and uh, I I don't trust Singer really anybody in this rotation. So I'm going to give Singer a one because he's got a couple spacious parks on the slate. But that's as high as I can go. I have him ranked a lot higher than that, but I, I'm going to say three. And I'm going to take a look to see why I have him ranked so darn high. I mean, he's in the two range. I'm the four. Develop pitching there. Yeah, he's in the four, in the four range on my chart, but I'm going to oh, go three. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, this matchups are kind of nice, but I mean, San Francisco with all their platooning, they could get to him. Yeah, um, no, it's not quite as effective as last season. Primarily, they got some injuries. Brandon Belt out, and and. They're not quite able to do you know, Lamont Wade. They're not quite able to do what they did last year, but they're still effective. What about Thor? He's going to be at the Dodgers at Seattle. First half of that two-step kind of puts some uh, fear in your hearts. He did go six his last time out, bouncing back from that from a couple of kind of rough outings, but he did only strike out three. Strikeouts is not there. Stuff. It's not back to the same level. So I'm going to give him a three. Like I think Syndergaard, Christian Javier. I think Javier a lot more. I'm going to give him a three. Okay. Over under, you might have steals Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez gets uh, (laughs) 2.5. Yeah. Next Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah, Oh, you know what? It's it's Sunday. They'll give him the day off. Ah. Oh, <laughs> no, I hope not. Syndicard. How many of the Dodgers? How many is Trey Turner going to steal on Tuesday? Uh, yeah, well, there's a good, there's, and Mookie, there's a good yeah, point. Yeah, 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 they're going to run. And I'm not going to say that I could steal off of Syndergaard because I don't think I'd actually make it to second base in time, but I'll bet you could. I think I'd probably fall, <laughs> fall before I got there. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to give Thor three. Was that where you were at? Too? Yeah, I'm, I'm at three, but it's not a very confident one because I don't like oh. what I'm not. I, I he does I don't I haven't seen enough other stuff that so that he can work effectively with lesser velocity. I just don't yeah, see another pitch right now. So we'll see. Dodgers got two off days, so they don't have anybody, but man, Tony Gonson and Tyler Anderson. I know Anderson kind of hit the skids a little bit against uh, the White Sox, but those two, both seven and oh. Pretty amazing that they've picked up the slack uh in that rotation. And maybe they get Kershaw back. Uh, and then for Miami, Sandy Alcantara has been, I think, the number one fantasy pitcher to date without a big jump in K's, which kind of surprised me. But uh, he's locked in as a five regardless. He's at the top of my preliminary rankings. Yeah, I was running the earned auction values after his uh, nine innings the other day, and he was number one on p- the pitcher side. Yeah, Adrian Hauser at the Mets at Cincinnati. At the Mets isn't such a bad matchup, but at Cincinnati is, isn't so great, even with that team not being so good. But ugh, I think I'm going to give Hauser a, a one, a, a complimentary one. I I don't really like him, but I'm I'm in the two two three range. Um, both the way. I'm going to go. I'm going to go three, but it may drop to a two when I actually post them. I'm going to upgrade mine to a two. All right. Just, one okay. felt low coming off the tongue, so I'll okay. bump him up. Chris Archer, uh, I think he beat Nestor Cortez the other day. Kind of irked me, but good for Chris Archer. Uh, at Seattle, at Arizona, still not somebody I'm looking to pick up for fantasy, but he's held his own. I got to give him some credit. I thought he was toast. Um, 
again at Seattle, at Arizona. I, I think he's kind of on that Hauser plane. Uh, actually, no, not not quite there with Hauser. So I'm going to give Archer a one. I'm going to give him a one as well. David Peterson's got a pretty good surface numbers, but uh, I picked him up, of course, with the that Washington matchup, and that was didn't work out. So I couldn't time that right with David Peterson. But is it time to maybe get back in on David Peterson this week? Milwaukee and Miami, yeah, uh, both at, at home. home. At home, yeah. yeah. Um, I have I have him in the in the four range, but I think he he feels like more of a three. I'm going to go three. Yeah, I think that's about right. Now, Nestor Cortez, again, he uh, had one little setback, but still like among the best pitchers in the uh, American League so far. So I'm going to give Nasty Nestor a five. He's in the top five of the prelim, so I'm going five as well. And I didn't catch, I didn't put eyeball. You know, if there was any, you know, was there any sure thing? I mean, the Yankees have had Minnesota's number home and away for years. I know who cares? Three years ago, different teams, whatever. But um, yeah, the, the Twins gotten two two games in a row, didn't they? They got Cole. Yeah, they they crushed they crushed Garrett Cole. Oh yeah, Cole gave up five homers. That was kind of yeah crazy. yeah. So but um, yeah, I, I'll get Cortez as a five too. Then Jared Caning, I don't see any reason to consider him. So zero for me. But uh, a cool story. Yeah. Um, Good for him being up but. independent leagues. Uh, you know, hanging out. It's a really nice story, but I I don't have any leagues that give points. Well, they give points for Trevor's story. They don't give points for stories. So, so <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go zero. Yeah, no points for good stories. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's at least a name to know that he's gonna be uh, making some starts. Maybe stack against him on Tuesday if you're if you believe in that Red Sox offense against uh, the lefty Caning. Aaron Nola, you know, I'm going to give him a five because it's versus Miami at Washington. He hasn't really pitched like a five, but I'm going to give him a five. Then I'm going to give Zach Eflin a three. He's been kind of sneaky good. Um, I'm, I think Nola's pitched like a five. I mean, he has. I mean, he's no, four I, and four with a 350 RA. It's not. Well, I, yeah, I'm not worried about. I don't think either either is to worry about the four and four. Uh, he's been victimized by defense. The whip is .88. Oh yeah, the whip um, is know, really low. You know, Eighty-five Ks in seventy-four innings. I just I think the ERA. You know, if you're if you're if you're, ju- if you're making the judgment on ERA and, and wins, and I know you know that you, you you know that's not really what you're doing. No, my point. Those are the there, ones I'm looking at on our I like, page. I could customize. By yeah. the way, you can't customize well, which stats are included on the right. pro, uh, projected starters. Well, or you, or you can weigh them. Um, let me. I like. I'm an I'm an Aranola fan. Number one. And I'm a fan of when Ellen Adair post her video after Ellen Nola does well, when she does her her, her silly little dances. Mm-hmm. So I'm an Aaron Nola fan. I'm a fan of Ellen Adair's videos. So I'm going to give him a five. And what about Eflin? you agree on a three or is that a little high? Hmm. He's one of the... Yeah, it's versus I, I, at Washington. Yeah, those those are nice matchups. Um, Eflin. Um yeah, no, I'm going to – because I'm almost thinking four, but I think I have a – no, I'm going to go three. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go three. Now, Mitch Keller, I can't trust him. Like, I'm trying to implement the Robbie Ray rule this year where I never say never, but <laughs> – and, I, you know, I'm not going to completely write Mitch Keller off and say I'll never pick the guy up, but I still need to see a little bit more – need to see a, some stretch of 
prolonged success, and he just hasn't been able to sustain sustain his success so far. So he's a zero for me. Yeah, I have. Well, here's an I have him ranked between Packy Naughton and Jonathan Heasley. So that kind of tells you where he is for me. <laughs> yeah, he'll he continues to entice people every now and then with flashes, but uh, but he's got velocity. Oh, he's got velocity. He, you know, he's got to figure a second, third pitch out, or just get better control. Yeah, it's been fool's gold every every time to this point, but we'll see. Uh, Blake Snell at the Cubs, then at Colorado. Tough call on him. He's struggled, and uh, I mean, what two is that high? It feels high. I guess I I'll get two. All right, and I'm going to say zero, which may feel low. Wow. I think he, he's probably a one, but I I can't two away games, and he's not guaranteed to go five, and I, I'm I'm not starting him. Yeah, I mean. Maybe I am too high. Probably that too is just based on the name value. But yeah, and, and, and you know, I think if you were sitting on Snell for a while, you, you know, are you going to have a better option than him on two? Maybe because one of the starts is at Colorado, but yeah, um, yeah, I think I'll leave him as a two for now. But I got you as a zero. Yeah. Uh, Chris Flexen, Logan Gilbert, Gilbert's a five. Flexen, far from it. Um, Versus Minnesota at the Angels, or versus Minnesota versus the Angels. So a couple home starts, but I, I don't can't give Chris Flexen higher than a one. I can. I'm going to give him a three. I, okay. I there's sneaky strikeouts there. Um, Trout should, well, Trout's hoping to be back tonight, let alone next week. Yeah. So you know, but still, the lineup itself isn't all that great. And yeah, Gilbert just very impressive to me. Um, I like what I, I like what I see about his composure and bouncing back from a rough inning and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they got a good one out in Seattle and Logan Gilbert. And good luck to Mina Kimes tonight, throwing out the first pitch, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I love Mina. Uh, so I got, yeah, I got you down as a three on flex. And Alex Wood, just mentioned him briefly because there was a question about him in the chat, but uh, I love these matchups for him. Versus Kansas City at Pitts. Not a five-tier guy for me, but a, a four this week. He's a four. He's a four pitcher with five matchups. Yeah, you know, I have it like number sixteen and one to twenty is a five. But I'm gonna go four. You know what? The heck with it. No, I mean those matchups, Casey and Pittsburgh. I'm going five. I have to. I hear you. And Webb, uh, he's a five for me. Is he a five for you as well? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Miles Michaelis. I actually don't have Packy Naughton. Mine is a two start starter. Maybe. Oh, I, yeah, I pulled it. I may have pulled it earlier than you. Yeah. Yeah. The latest. Looks like we have Michaelis only, but uh, okay. Michaelis has been great. It'd be versus Pitt at Boston, so you don't love that second one, but uh, three, four? I think I'm going to go three, but maybe four. I have him in the four range. He's, I mean, this is, you know, complete, you know, narrative, anecdotal, whatever, but he's the kind of guy that I've watched, you know, beat the red, you know, the, the, the you know, the, the, you know, the smart pitcher, you know, you can get the crafty pitcher often will be able to, you know, beat the Red Sox. So I'm going, I'm going for, but I'm not loving it. I hear you, man. Well, uh, what about Klubot at the Yankees at Baltimore? He'll be tested early, but you love that up at Baltimore and he's pitched well. So I'm going to give Kluber a four and three because the Yankees scare me. I had him in the zero range. I need to double check that. I may not have adjusted. I may need to do an adjustment. I'm going to go two because okay. um, he's not giving length. And 
Baltimore's offense is not terrible. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Um, Mountcastle and Hayes have kind of broken out, so I hear what you're saying. Uh, Taylor Hearn, I know you've kind of liked, but with these matchups versus, well, at Detroit to end the week, but versus Houston, scary. Uh, you know, I know, again, you kind of like what's under the hood with Hearn, but I need to see more, so I'm going to give him a zero. I mean, I have him at 139 this week, so he's a zero. Yeah. More so like a you like the spec on what he could become in time. What about Dane Dunning? Uh, I think I'm going to give him a zero, too. Um, I'm going to give him a one. I know Houston's tough, but I'm also a little bit impressed. with. I think Was it Dunning that was facing Bieber in the rain? I don't remember at this point. But um, I'm going to give I, – I, I'm going to go with a two with Dunning. Alec Manoa is going to be a five, right? Yeah, don't even have to – I don't even have to control off that one. Man, I love Manoa. That guy's just it, – it, it's really like matchup proof. Like he'll go into Yankee Stadium and dominate. He'll go into Fenway and dominate. He's just got a good head on his shoulders. Uh, it was kind of funny. I was t- talking with James last Saturday on the XM show about Yusei Kikuchi, and I, he had just had a bad outing, and I was – frustrated airing my grievances and then we had rob silver on the show and he said man look a little deeper kikuchi has not been so bad and the k's and walks do say he hasn't been so bad but then he had another bad outing and this one was at kc couldn't even make it out of the first inning really hard to know how to value this guy because well the k's and walks look good that's not everything and uh, there's just something missing here with with you kikuchi I, t- I wrote about him in the in the um, observations piece. He had an outstanding May. Now you, you say the walks. The walks have still been even during his resurgence. The walks were high. They just they just had more strikeouts and they were, I mean they were above average. But they may have been low for you know low. They were uh, maybe low for Kikuchi, but they were still above average. And June just hasn't been kind to him. But a- as I said in the piece, I'm I'm I'm, I'm using June as a buy low. Uh, I still believe that he dumped his cutter for more sliders, something like that. There was a tangible change. I don't love that. I don't love the New York mix, the, the New York matchup. But um, if I have Kikuchi, I'm probably starting him. I'm going to give him a two. I don't know that I – well, I don't know if he's able to be pick, picked up for this. Hour. Well, you know what? He's probably going to be dropped this week as opposed to being able to pick up. You know what I mean? Because he just had the bad outing, so he's probably not yeah. going to be, you know. He might be out there in some leagues. But... He's going to be a drop this week, so it'll be next week that you'll be able to pick him up. Yeah, I just, I've been kind of a believer in Kikuchi, and it's burnt me more often than not. But, uh, yeah, Rob kind of talked me out of dropping him. Uh, for the time being, we'll see if he's able to get on track. Then Josiah Gray and Steven Strasburg. Josiah Gray is kind of funny. I think you were tweeting about how – kind of crazy that he has six wins but <laughs> yeah. um strasburg got a rude awakening rude welcome to the 2022 season well strasburg settled, settled down though oh did he i thought he got blasted but i guess um i didn't, I didn't watch it i thought he's i maybe i'm wrong but i thought he settled down a bit and that maybe i think he lost it at the end he gave up seven earned and four and two thirds right, so. so i believe you know gave up early and then actually was okay for the middle three and then just got I'm, I'm, if I'm, I'm it may be wrong and then just you know gave him up in the in the last inning um didn't have the velocity it's TOS I'm still he's one guy that I'm not necessarily starting right away I want to let let him 
build up a little bit more velocity. Um, what? All right, so this week, what does he have? Versus Atlanta versus Philly. So that's kind of tough I, I, off. I don't. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like losing a roster spot for the entire week. But I'm not starting him this week. But I don't want to give him. I don't want to give up on him just yet. So maybe if you have him in a DC, you don't start him. But I don't know that I'm. I don't know that I'm dropping him. You know, if you kept, if you held on to him this long, you're probably not dropping him because that means you were able to hold on to him this long. And Josiah Gray has been up and down. He has shown flashes, but wildly inconsistent. These matchups. I'm only going to give Josiah Gray a one. Um, well, that's John Gray. Um, I have him in the zero range. But they're both, at, they're both at home. I think I'll give him a one as well. Nice. Well, before we recap those grades that we just handed out, uh, Gabe had a question in the chat. He had to put Tyler Stevenson on the IL, and he needs a hitter. So Josh Naylor's out there, Stephen Kwan, Lane Thomas, Juan Yepes, Lourdes Gurriel. I would just buy low on Gurriel. I'd go out and grab him. I kind of like Naylor too, but uh, yeah, I think, think Gurriel's the best of that bunch. I'm a I'm a track record guy, and I'm Gurriel all the way on this one. I picked up Guriel last weekend in Towers for 15 out of a thousand. And he's uh, my timing on that. You know, my timing in life isn't always so good, but my timing on that was looking good because he's gotten hot suddenly this week, Lord Guriel. Yep. All right. Let's recap our grades for the week of June 13th, 2022. Merrill Kelly, four. Ian Anderson, I say three. Todd, two. Kyle Bradish, zero. Jordan Lyles, zero. Nathan Ivaldi, I say four, Todd five, Kyle Hendricks, zero, Justin Steele, zero, Mike Miner, zero, Shane Bieber, three, Antonio Sensatella, zero, Johnny Cueto, I say two, Todd one, Alex Fiedo, two, Eduardo Rodriguez, two, Christian Javier, I say three, Todd four, Brady Singer, I say one, Todd three, Noah Syndergaard, three, Sandy Alcantara, five. Adrian Hauser, I say two. Todd, three. Chris Archer, one. David Peterson, three. Nestor Cortez, five. Jared Koenig, zero. Uh, Aaron Nola, five. Zach Eflin, three. Mitch Keller, zero. Blake Snell, I say two, but Todd, zero on Blake Snell. Logan Gilbert, five. Chris Flexen, I say one. Todd, three. Alex Wood, I say four. Todd, five. Logan Webb, five. Miles Michael is three. Corey Kluber, I say three. Todd, two. Taylor Hearn, zero. Dane Dunning, I say zero. Todd, one. Alec Manoa, five. Yusei Kikuchi, two. Josiah Gray, one. Steven Strasburg, zero. Great stuff. Really appreciate everybody in the chat coming through and interacting with us. And uh, fun fun hanging out for this past hour. Anything else on your mind today, Todd? I know so many people in the chat. I would have put my fancy suit on. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's like a busy chat today. It's it's great. One, to see. One, yeah, it, it, it's all all good on my end. Um, they didn't come to they didn't come to look at me, but that's fine. Um, yeah, no, it's a uh, you know again we're off tomorrow from MLB Network Radio, so uh, can't can't pimp that. But just uh, you know enjoy the games and check out my new piece, and and we'll go from there. Yeah, really happy to have you taking on that observations column, and can't wait to read that. Again, thank you all for joining us. Hope you'll tune in uh, either with the live stream or just through your normal channels with the podcast next week. Talk to you soon on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.